0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ball Hawks podcast. We are here on this uh, Sunday American Thanksgiving weekend. So happy belated Thanksgiving to our friends down south on Thursday there. Always one of my favorite days. I get to have football on in the background while I work. But if my employers are listening, I absolutely do not do that. Uh, I was working. I swear I was working. <laughs> I mean, I let the kids in at lunch and break and we all watch football together it's it's lots of fun get to see a bunch of kids I don't normally get to hang out with at school Uh, I'm your host Steve Fisher you can find me on Twitter like it says uh, it doesn't actually say it on the little strip ticker thing at ssfisher87 and I'm joined this week you guessed it last week we called him something different this week we're calling him and I know he's gonna like this one because we've talked about it the Rocket Raccoon of the show, Chris Phillips. What's happening today, dude?
1: <laughs> that is a good one. Um, I would have appreciated Groot as well, because at least I would have had a go-to <sighs> line for Groot. Um, Rocky or Rocket Raccoon, I, I, I don't have a go-to line, but I at least know who it is. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take that as a as a small victory. And we, um, we both yeah. know
0: my opinions on Groot, so there's no way I was giving you Groot. And even just saying his name is just... Wanna punch that stupid tree in the head.
1: I am Groot. Well, my kids will disagree with you because my kids love Groot. Actually, Olivia wore a Groot t shirt to school on Friday, so which she's quickly outgrowing, and unfortunately, we can't pass it down to Carter because it's one of those it's it's a girl cut t shirt. Hmm. You know what I mean? So can't pass that one down to Carter. Won't work on his hips. (laughs) <laughs> nope. Well, yeah, yeah. He's too big in the shoulders. <laughs> um, happy to be back for another week of the Bullhawks podcast. Uh, we're going live again. Um, surprise, everybody, because we didn't post anything about it all day. Um, how can you tell that uh, Chris and Steve are busy today? Um, but we are, of course, a part of the Dean Blundell Network. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at phillipschris 12 Don't forget to follow the uh, podcast account at BallHawks underscore pod. And he may have said it, but I wasn't listening. So uh, don't forget to follow Steve at SSFisher87. I did hear him say something about not being able to see it. So I'll at least uh, fix it so he can see his own name again. So he doesn't forget who he is and where... Which which one am I here? (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) Here, should I... Does that help? Whoa. (laughs) going real funky here. Now,
0: now I'm just dizzy. (laughs) How many beverages have I had tonight? (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Um, How was your weekend, Steve? It was good. Yep. Just, uh, you know, busy, busy, busy time of the year, 150,000 different things to do and, uh, just a few hours to do it. So sleep hits the, uh, the back corner. What about you?
1: Uh yeah, um, I was off on Thursday. I didn't watch very much Thanksgiving football because I was again busy just being a dad. I had a dentist appointment and yada yada. Friday I I had physio and took Carter to do some Christmas shopping and then did some more Christmas shopping today. Um, so just yeah, busy, busy, busy. Um, I don't know if you noticed. I, I just corrected it, but did you notice how crooked my picture was behind me
0: <laughs> for a few weeks now?
1: That well has been for a few <laughs> I, weeks. You I, know I, what it is?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say something, and I'm like, let's let's see how long we can get this going for.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently it, I, I I just noticed, but you know what it is? It, it's it's like it, it must go crooked because of of us walking upstairs. I'm gonna blame Stomp my kids and not my fat ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's my kid's fault.
0: Classic. Blame everything on the kids.
1: No, so uh, wait. So you have a bi- the ability to watch football? Like you have cable TV at work?
0: Well, I have the zone. Ah, so I log gotcha. in. Gotcha. I mean, anybody with like telesoptic on the go and stuff like that could probably watch it as well. Um, yeah, that's true. Where there's a will, there's a way. There's there's always a free stream somewhere. I'm I'm assuming. I, I got you know what I can't, I got tired of the free trend. streams. Yeah,
1: you know what I can't watch on my uh optic app college football oh cannot do it
0: like i was trying you physically to physically on... can't or you're just like i won't do it, it. no it oh. won't
1: allow me yeah it won't <laughs> allow me um because i was going to turn on i think i was going to turn on like the i want to see alabama game yeah when i was at work i was at work yesterday i was like oh like sounds like this alabama game's getting pretty exciting like <laughs> i should probably log in and, and see what's going on and yeah Wasn't
0: able to. I'm just really happy that uh, I wanted to go hunting last night or all day yesterday because that that mixed with this Ravens game that I'm going to talk about today. um, I may have actually had a heart attack. Um, This is the season to do it.
1: Any success?
0: No success. Just successfully unsuccessful. Yeah. Um, we got a busy. Lots of stuff to pack in, a lot of fun little clips, or what I'm going to say, fun. So let's get right into it. The first one, uh, I have not seen this one, so I'm really excited to see this live on air for the first time. Uh, you had texted me earlier, the one thing you did see about football today was a massive Kirk Cousins blunder. Do you want to explain that one?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I, I didn't... It really funny i actually didn't see this live because this is one of the few uh bits of football that i did get to witness live today so my morning consisted of uh waking up i I played some madden uh with my daughters at swimming lessons wife gets home with the daughter i run out the door to go grocery shopping right as like the morning games are kicking off i get home from grocery shopping i feed myself lunch run back out the door to take my daughter christmas shopping because she wanted to buy her best friend a christmas present which is is pretty cool. She spent her own money on it, so I'm pretty proud of her for doing that. Nice. But anyways, through all of that, um, I did manage to catch a little bit of the Vikings and 49ers game, and uh, I was watching kind of closely because I was hoping the 49ers would lose. Uh, but I somehow missed Kirk Cousins on fourth and goal lining up behind his right guard? Can't be. Here's the clip. Zimmer,
0: defense has been up and down as far as defending the run and defending that 49ers offense so you go for the points here and try to tie the game up play clock winding down and a timeout
1: taken by minnesota <laughs> i i love how at the start of the clip he's pointing at the guys like, go here go here get in position and then he lines up behind his right guard and doesn't even realize it like alexander madison has to come up and like grab him and be like uh kirk <laughs> one step to your left bud.
0: like that's my favorite part of it like running up and like grabbing him by the hips being like no 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 wrong guy like let let's go maybe he needs like maybe the center needs like a a red patch on their bum or something like that so it's like quarterback go here (laughs) just in minnesota (laughs) no don't make it red or brown that's all i'm gonna say yeah okay maybe that's a little weird but like (laughs) some sort of i don't know neon yellow
1: team color or something yeah make it purple
0: It just like stands out just like, oh, yeah, there there's the butt I'm looking for. Okay, I got to run up there. (laughs) I mean, in his defense, if if the rest of the team is sort of uh, all over the place and he's guiding, you know, 10 other guys all over the field and he has less than eight seconds to do it. uh, But you should probably know who your center is. That's that's pretty bad.
1: It's yeah, it's pretty bad when you're especially when you are like I if you're the backup quarterback coming in. For a play because the starter got hurt and you make that sort of blunder a little more forgivable when you're the starting quarterback getting paid 80 million dollars yeah you should know where you're going yeah um but i don't know maybe that patch on the butt would have helped uh mark sanchez once upon a time
0: mm-hmm. yeah Oh, uh, maybe i shouldn't run into this one <laughs> avoid
1: that butt
0: that's my team uh <laughs> The, the other really fun one, I, I sent this to you, and you hadn't seen it until just before we jumped on, but uh, Vidavia of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, somehow, I didn't watch the whole play, but somehow his mask kind of gets up. His chin, chin strap is kind of up by his nose, and the play is still going, and he gets crowned in the face, and you see a big old tooth come flying out. Do you have that one? I do. <laughs> Beat here. Oh, he lost a tooth. And he's smiling. Oh, That's my best part. Oh, my gosh. Do they... Uh, does the tooth... <laughs>
1: does the Got tooth that good old uh, hockey smile happening.
0: That was Is the, the first thing, thing I actually ha- thought about was they're making such a big deal of it. And I'm like, you know how many times this happens in a hockey season and it does not get any time of day. Like usually the refs like skate over, pick their tooth up and go check it to the trainer off the yeah. ice.
1: Yeah. They, they quickly show the, the clip like, Oh yeah, this is where he lost his teeth and this is where the ref picks them up. And there he is on the bench with a face mask on. Cause he's still playing the game. Like oh yeah, not a big deal. And, and I, I actually, I did see that one earlier today. I didn't see it live. I just saw the clip of it. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird. And my biggest question was, was that like, was that during live action? Was that after after the the, the play? Cause like I, I watched mm-hmm. the clip with no sound. Excuse me. Initially I watched it with no sound. I was like, what happened there? Like did Glinski like just cheap shot Vita Bay? Or like did did you know obviously there's some sort of you know illegal use of the hands, hands to the face happening in there? Um,
0: so many questions. So many questions. No answers. All you need to know there is there is a big, big, big man with no front tooth. And uh, I love his reaction. He's just sort of like smiling, like pointing to it being like, eh. He He could probably play hockey. I mean, I don't know if he can skate or not, but he would be a menacing force on the ice if he could skate. Holy.
1: I would not want to face him. You know who can skate and I also wouldn't want to face on the ice is uh, JJ Watt
0: he can skate yeah really
1: yeah he's apparently like like he grew up playing hockey
0: interesting and then
1: when it was like wait a second you're really good at football so you should probably focus (laughs) on that he stopped playing hockey um but yeah if if he's he grew up i mean he's from wisconsin if i'm not mistaken so interesting wisconsin's a hockey hotbed but (laughs) It's pretty cold
0: there. So. <laughs> Bet you they have lots of rinks.
1: Yeah, lots lots of outdoor rinks.
0: <laughs> well, let's stay in the let's stay in the Watt family here for a second, because there was a play that happened uh that I wanted to talk about just briefly. Uh his brother TJ Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers just manhandles, just abuses Joe Burrow. Uh yeah, roll the clip. We'll talk about it after.
1: This was another one I saw right before we went live. And I was like, what is going on here? Uh, Let's go, you know, let's go to Cincinnati here. We have 37 seconds remaining in the first half. Whoa, 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 whoa. TJ Watt and Joe Burrow. What are we doing, guys? It's the end of a holiday weekend. My goodness. Okay. So, backstory is apparently Burrow threw an interception and TJ Watt took it as an opportunity to... uh, you know, rough him up a little bit, maybe just bully him around and, and, you know, push him, shove him, which I will actually commend TJ Watt a little bit on that one. Like so often defenders after a quarterback throws an interception, defenders are looking to take the quarterback's head off and absolutely, absolutely decapitate him. TJ Watt roughing him up and pushing and shoving him. It's pretty harmless in my opinion.
0: When's the last time you saw a defender actually go at a quarterback who was not actively trying to tackle whoever just picked the ball from them? Can't remember.
1: Off the top of my head, you're right, I yeah. can't remember. But
0: I I think it's one of those things where if a quarterback is trying to make the tackle, all right, fine, go take him out. Uh, It shouldn't take that much. But you can clearly see TJ Watt is just taking it upon himself to rough up the franchise quarterback. Uh, My biggest question of the whole thing here was, why is that O-line not on his ass right from the start? Like, you don't touch the guy that's going to resurrect this team from the ugly Dalton fall-off kind of years. Uh, It it also really bothers me that you've got this big D-end, you know, taking liberties on a quarterback, the NFL has all these rules in place to protect quarterbacks and to make sure they're not getting hit after the whistle and, and cheap-shotted because the league would suck without good quarterbacks. Uh, but you're going to let stuff like that happen where he's just, I don't know, put a bad taste in my mouth. I think TJ Watt's a doofus anyways, so wish you got I
1: have no, I have no problem with it. Like like I said, I think it's just, I don't
0: know. Would you give op- him
1: the business? Giving him the business.
0: Would you be okay if uh, Russ throws an interception and uh, Nick Bosa just beelines at rate for Russ every time and just beans him?
1: I mean, Nick Bosa is a douchebag. That's why I picked him. Because I know he would like it. You know how much I hate him. (laughs) Um, Obviously, I'd be mad because he's my franchise quarterback. But at the same time, I'd be like, eh, it could be worse. It is I guess, is how I view that. Like, it could be worse. He could be really roughing him up and, you know, picking him up, throwing him into the ground, like, or, you know, maybe a DB comes in and it's like, hey, nice interception, pops him. Like, it, it, it could be worse.
0: It's not... Could this be uh, the starting it, of it all, though? What's that? Could this be the start of it? Like, other guys look at that and mm-hmm. they're like, huh. Well, if Watt wasn't getting penalized for it, like, what's stopping our D-tackle, you know, third string D tackle from, you know, taking liberties on Tom Brady. He's old. He could go down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't like it. Like I said, if it's, if the quarterback is actively blocking, then, you know, you're fair game. A lot of the quarterbacks kind of just sit back and they, they don't really block. I'm okay with them sort of eliminating themselves from the play. Uh, if, you're going to block and and trying to tackle or sorry if you're going to tackle the guy then yeah maybe you should uh you know be prepared like any other person on the field does from a talent Uh, perspective we had something really fun we had last was it last week that jonathan taylor thomas hit the five touchdowns it was last week right sure was (laughs) look at you just up (laughs) on the queue uh, yeah, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast today. But uh, Leonard Fournette of the Buccaneers decided, you know, hold my beer, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's my turn to go off. And he went for the four net touchdowns. Do you have any of them queued up?
1: I don't. Oh, okay. But I do have this sweet video from Rob Gronkowski uh, okay. tagging Lombardi Lenny with a new nickname.
0: Alright, I'm here on the runway and I'm here next to Lombardi Lenny, but I think we have a name change. Well Lenny, say hi first. How you doing? How you doing? Yes, I
1: think we have a name change because he didn't just score one tutty, not just two tutties, not just three tutties, but four net amount of tutties, baby. <laughs> Lenny, what do you think about your new name? Four tutties. Or four, four net? net. <laughs> <laughs> Four tutties, four net.
0: <laughs> uh, it must be I mean, so much fun being on the same team as Gronkowski, right? Oh, yeah. Like all the time. Like, you have no clue what's coming out of that dude's mouth. And it's like, I'm here for that.
1: Just constant partying, like <laughs> party boy mentality. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so here, here's a question, just because everyone last week was like, Jonathan Taylor, five touchdowns, put him in the MVP conversation. What about Lombardi Lenny?
0: No, not even close.
1: Right. But I mean, but I I think the difference is Jonathan Taylor has
0: been doing a lot more all season, right?
1: 100 percent. He's been more consistent and he does deserve to be in the MVP conversation. I'm just being kind of a bit of an idiot on on it where it's just like well, like, recently, he scored four touchdowns, so why not put him in the conversation, right? Because, like, nobody was talking about Jonathan Taylor in the MVP race until he did score those five touchdowns last week.
0: Totally. Yeah, I agree. Nobody was talking about him. Maybe as, like, a, a non-quarterback position player, you need something in your game to kind of be like, boom, I'm in the conversation, right? Um, you know, we, we went over this... Before, but he has what is it one six six hundred yard rushing games this season? He's scored a touchdown in every week except, uh, or since sorry, since week three. I just think the guy's doing it all. Uh, and it's pretty sad that we haven't been talking about him in that MVP race all season because he definitely, definitely deserves it. Um, one thing you wanted to touch on was. Uh, you know, the Colts taking it to taking the bucks, like right to the brink of, you know, defeating them a game that, you know, maybe most people thought the bucks had kind of in the bag. But I think that's a huge part of why Jonathan Taylor needs to be in the conversation is the Colts. If they were running this, like this version of the Colts right from week one, I think they're probably maybe in first in the AFC, that's how how good they've been and it all stems on the running game of Jonathan Taylor. Carson Wentz looks like old Carson Wentz when he was an MVP candidate. Like I think all of that is stemming from Jonathan Taylor and yeah, put him in the conversation race. Leonard Fournette can't really do it.
1: Yeah, it um <clears throat> the the yeah, the I, I missed it. I missed the end of it because I had to go out. But apparently the Colts, or from what I was following on, on my, you know, apps and checking scores and things like that, is the Colts went ahead late and then the Bucks took the lead and then the Colts uh, took the ensuing kickoff back to, like, the Buccaneers' 35-yard line or something like that. Um just couldn't quite seal the deal. So, yeah, definitely took them right, uh, right to the brink there, which, like you said, Carson Wentz seems to be, you know, playing – Like a, well, he was the first overall draft pick, wasn't he?
0: No, he was number two. Goff was one.
1: Right. Okay. So yeah, so playing like a, you know, top top two draft pick should, should be playing a first round quarterback should, should be playing, um, wasn't able, you know, really to put it together in Philadelphia for whatever reason, injuries and systems, talent, whatever, whatever you want to, you know, whatever reason you want to give it. Um but yeah, he, he's resurrected. Uh you know, the, the Colts are probably number two in their division. I, I would have to look at the standings. Um maybe tied yeah. with the Titans at this point. Um
0: No, I'm they're sure. they're not, sure. not tied with them. Uh Colts are six and six, Titans are eight and four after eight their four. loss. Okay. But yeah. you know, they're okay. they're in that wild card race, right? The AFC they're is not, in, such a crapshoot the that now. they're they're right there and that's a dangerous team. You know, we always talk about uh, cold weather football, establish that run. Well, it, I think their run game is the best in the league as of right now. Like they're just, everything is dialed up for them. Um, We talked about this the last couple of weeks, but are the Patriots for real?
1: They're looking more and more like it.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um, They are... Now, number two in the conference—that's the entire AFC—they're the second-ranked team, uh, just behind the Ravens. Um, so it's you know they're ahead of the Bills. They're uh, they they beat the Titans today, which I mean, you know you can say the Titans were shorthanded, dealing with injuries, dealing with this, dealing with that, yada 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 every team's got excuses the ravens have a ton of injuries and they're in first place in in the in the conference so um sorry i don't think injuries are uh going to be good enough excuse to explain yourself um yeah man they're for real mac jones like everyone said it uh, i i know i've mentioned this once or twice already on on the podcast Everyone said it. How dare you let Mac Jones fall to the Patriots (laughs) at, what was it, like 14th overall or whatever it was? Yeah, like 16th, And uh, just proving that Belichick, I mean, he knows what the hell he's doing.
0: And they didn't have to trade up to get him too, right? Isn't that like the icing on the cake?
1: Yeah, and they've got an elite defense still, again, right? Like JC Jackson is an absolute stud. Um, Matt Judon is flying around that field Matt Judon's flying around Kyle Van Noy is you know drinking from the fountain of youth like they just they have Adrian Phillips has been like phenomenal for them
0: yeah
1: um and then yeah it's you know they're they're playing with a bunch of it's so reminiscent of the early Tom Brady years where it's just like we have a great defense and then we have kind of a Bit of a no-name offense, where it's like you know who are the wide receivers? Oh, like Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, and like like you know castoffs from from other teams, and uh, you know Johnu Smith and and Hunter Henry are their two big-name free agent signings, and they haven't really been that that productive. Um, and then their running backs, same thing. It's like you know Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, and and just like this ragtag group of guys on offense and. You know, Belichick just seems to have the guys, you know, rallying together. Mac Jones is getting better and better as the season goes on. Uh, And I think, you know, they're definitely a team to look out for uh, in the AFC.
0: Yeah, they were doing this thing. I can't even remember what preview they were talking about. Maybe it was in the the middle games or right before the Ravens game here was you know, who's the most complete team in the AFC. And it's hard to say that the Patriots are not like Belichick is a defensive mastermind. He's got that defense playing at a high, high elite level. Uh Their special teams is always deadly. And then two things about their offense, Mac Jones. Yeah. He, he fell, he fell to them. They didn't have to trade up to get him, but the whole draft thing, you know, the entire way through, all the pundits were saying this guy is the most NFL ready. So to me, it's very interesting at why we're so confused that he's doing well. Like he's by far leading the, uh, you know, rookie offensive rookie of the year uh, ballot right now. It's, I don't even know if it's close and everyone's just marveled at it. And I'm like, this guy was the most NFL ready quarterback coming into the year. He's proving that he can play in the NFL. And somehow we're like, we're still looking past him. You know, on our Tuesday, uh, that helps no one fantasy cast. Um, we do sneaky starts and, or sorry, sleepy starts and sleepy ads. And Mac Jones was my sleepy ad because nobody is adding this guy in fantasy football still. Uh, and it just goes to show that he's being overlooked. They're 6-0 and in their last six games. The, they have scored 54 27, 24, 45, 25, and 36 points. I don't know how many of those are because of defensive turnovers or defensive scores. It doesn't really matter. They're putting up points. That's the, that's the goal of football. In case we all forgot what the goal of football is, it's to put up more points than the other team. Um, and they manhandled the Titans today. 36 to 13. Um, the Ravens are in first in the AFC, but... If you're anyone in the AFC, you do not want to be matched up against New England. Um, You know, strong running game, strong defense. We just talked about that.
1: I mean, Mac Jones was, when when the 49ers traded up to the number three spot, everyone was saying it was going to be Mac Jones. And like, I will admit, I was one of those people that was like, oh, Mac Jones. Enjoy Mac Jones, at third overall San Francisco. Like, you're gonna regret that, blah blah blah. Thank God they didn't take him. <laughs> Thank God they took Trey Lance and uh, regretting that instead. Um,
0: for, this just, for this year, for anyways, this year, anyways, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's just he looks really good. Um, oh,
0: <laughs> we've got our our first uh, comment of the night from your wife on Facebook. So she's it, still but is it's a awake. Santa
1: emoji. Um, so. Thank you, Nadine, for the Santa emoji. that didn't really come through that well. That's okay. <laughs> well, it came
0: appreciate through it. on the chat really nicely.
1: Yeah, it did. It, it did. It's nice and colorful in, in the chat. So <laughs> um, Steve and I appreciate it. That's right. Um, but yeah, it, and just uh, you know, throw it out there, guys, if you want to join in on the chat like my wife just did, Uh, Make sure you jump over on Facebook, uh, Ballhawks Podcast. Uh, You can find us there Uh, or join us live on YouTube. Uh, You can join in on the conversation, comment on the on the live stream. We'll see the chat come through. We can throw it up on the screen there. And uh, if you have any questions for us or, you know, if you want to talk football, fantasy football, um, you know, again, Facebook, YouTube, come join us totally Um, but yeah back to we we should probably also
0: say if anyone's uh watching us live on twitter right now um there there is an issue with twitter and restream that your comments uh we have no idea if you're commenting so if you are commenting and you're like oh look at these losers not even getting to our comments it's because we can't see them uh and if you go to facebook or our youtube you will be able to comment like chris's wife has so join us there if you want to comment
1: but like emojis are, t- are difficult. So maybe don't do it. With my, <laughs> don't do it. With my wife did. You can
0: still see them. In Love, the
1: chat. You. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Can you like hear s- me? Stopping on like the ground. Like you jerk. Take this. <laughs> Make my p- picture go crooked again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, let's jump into Sunday night football game. Because uh, my heart is still racing. Shocker. I feel like at some point this season, it's going to go the other way, right? Like it, it has to go the other way that I'm just so used to being, uh, you know, nail biting, heart attack, wrenching, stressful type football that it's going to go the other way. And, you know, these tight games, I'm just going to, it's just going to brush off easily. Uh, so the Ravens did pull off a win Sunday night football against division rivals, the Browns. Uh, 16 to 10, like it says on the ticker there, Uh, this game was, the one word to describe it was just frustrating, offensively, neither team could execute, defensively, both teams did come to play, I, I will say that, but um, uh, one of one of my highlights of the game was we've i oh, sorry I've talked about him quite a bit this season uh, rookie pass rusher Odafe Owe uh, in the first half he had a sack a forced fumble and a fumble recovery he was all over the field and uh, for Ravens fans and for for other people you've heard me say it before the the reason why this guy dropped in the draft you know to the late first round was Coming out of Penn State in his his last year, he had zero sacks, but his pressure rates were through the roof. Um again, it, it just goes to show you that guys who disrupt the quarterback are so insanely valuable. And I love that we have this guy on a rookie contract for not four years, but five years because he was a first-round pick. So we have that extra optioned fifth year. Um, there was a play in the first quarter that was the weirdest three play series I've ever seen in my life. Did you watch any of this, Chris?
1: I, I, I watched pretty well the whole thing. I may have missed what you're talking about because I was running out to pick up dinner. Okay. So Um, what
0: happened was there was a fourth and two that happened and the Ravens were going for it. And uh, they go to sneak it, and, like, they've got the sneak. They've, they've got the first down, and it got called back. Um, I put in all capitals, why? Like, why? The refs placed the ball, um, and I guess it they had made the call about the Ravens made an offensive change, so they needed to give the defense time to adjust. But usually, the ref stands over the ball and doesn't let you do anything until the defense has had a chance to do their substitution so i was really confused when the you know all the refs and line judges were kind of in place they snapped it they went for it and it got called back so that's not where it gets weird the ravens try it again they're like fine we're we're not even sneaking this one we're just going to run a play and uh they get the play called it goes in they snap the ball they go to Clearly, there's a lane that opens up like the Red Sea has parted and the play got whistled down because Cleveland uh, called a time out. And so the the home crowd Ravens are just losing their mind. And then. Uh, so after the Browns get a timeout, they put 12 men on the field again and it gets called for, you know, a five yard penalty and the Ravens end up getting the first down. One of the wildest three play, I guess, three non-play series uh, on a fourth and two that I've ever seen. Uh, super, super strange. Uh, penalties were a huge issue in this game. Uh, at the end of the game, there was there's kind of two big penalties that uh, that really leaded to me being super frustrated in the second half. I'll I'll do this one first. Uh, the Ravens say, are. Go ahead. Did you say leaded? Did I say leaded? We did. What? When, whatever. Stop! <laughs> stop Englishing me on <laughs> live on air here. Okay. I'm not at work. I can say whatever I want.
1: I can use whatever English I want.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I say the word, it exists. Okay, so. Uh, they're, they're on the goal line, and uh, Ravens offensive guard Kevin Zeitler has a penalty that comes back to bite this team. Uh, they, they end up kicking the field goal, and I wrote in there, these are the types of penalties that come back to bite a team late in the game, so frustrating. Uh, and then there was the whole... Uh, Jarvis Landry play gets fumbled, turnover two plays later. Lamar throws the ball away. Uh, Just lots of sloppy kind of throwing of the ball away. The other penalty that really could have, you know, made an impact on the game. Luckily, it didn't. I tweeted it at the end of the game. Uh, Ben Powers gets called for a hold and it stops the clock and pushes them back 10 yards on first down. So it's first and 20, you know, they, they don't get the first down by a chunk of yards and uh, they send Tucker out there. I think there was still like a minute left after it. Luckily this guy here is the goat. This guy (laughs) just, Oh, what a weapon to have on your team where, you know, if he misses that field goal, they're they're up by three points and the Browns have the ball back at midfield with a minute left to go. This game is easily going into overtime, most likely. So penalties just at the most inopportune times are biting the Ravens right now. And that's super frustrating. Uh, But good thing they have the greatest kicker ever Uh, before. You know what? I'll just I'll get out of the way. Lamar sucked today. Uh, You can't throw four interceptions and expect to win a game. There was uh, something I saw on Twitter today that just before we jumped on here, uh, Lamar Jackson is the first quarterback to win a game while throwing four interceptions since 2013. Uh, Prior to Sunday, Sunday, quarterbacks had lost 41 straight games. It makes sense. We always talk about or sorry, not we always, talk. there's a cliche around the league that, you know, you got to win the turnover battle. And Lamar just was not on there. There was a pick where, you know, it, it kind of bounced off one guy's hands and like right to a defender. Defender makes a great play. Uh, But then there was just like boneheaded plays where he throws inside as Andrews is breaking out outside. And you're like, why, why are you throwing that ball uh, when you throw it? So, You know, he's going to be the first to say, you know, that's on me. I've got to be better. Uh, But but he really does have to be better. He's had a couple games where he just hasn't been himself lately. Obviously, last game he didn't play because of that illness. Who knows how much of that is carrying over. But the game before that was uh, in Miami. He he had an all right game. Nothing, you know, MVP level. So you know this team clearly lives and dies by Lamar Jackson so he he definitely has to be a lot better than that I know he's gonna be pissed off with that game um, let it let it fire you up let it get you going. you've got Pittsburgh next week. Um, The, the last point about the game I want to make is the defense. I said at the start here, they came to play. Oh my goodness. Did they come to play the Cleveland Browns? Number one, rushing attack got shut down, like shut down bad. Uh, Kareem hunt had 20 yards on seven carries. Nick Chubb had 16 yards on eight carries. Baker had four yards on two carries, uh, they got nothing going, and that is a powerful running attack. Uh, I was so excited to see them shut that run down because Cleveland really struggles when they can't establish their run. Now, one... Tyus... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry,
1: I, I just want to jump in. Yeah. Um, Tyus Bowser was flying... Tonight.
0: him and odafe away were just everywhere hey
1: he was absolutely like i noticed him more than i did away um he was just all over the field involved in everything like and like you know this is this was the guy that in the off season you were happy they resigned because you were touting him as their you know their off ball linebacker and yeah. he was absolutely everywhere tonight
0: it's, it Yeah, it's a good point. It, it's one of those things where when you put money into a guy, you're okay if that guy plays up to his money. And, you know, games like this, he was a difference maker. If you're going to get paid, you have to be a difference maker. And he absolutely was. Um, One last thing about this. Everyone in uh, the, the Ravens flock land knew this before it happened, but here's the Browns schedule. They played the Ravens today. They then get a bye while the Ravens play the Steelers. Not a cakewalk. Probably their most physical game of the year. After that bye, who do they play? The Ravens again. So they got the Ravens. They're going to have two full weeks to prepare for the team that they just lost to. So this is going to be like, in my opinion, the ultimate test of what this Ravens team is. They've got a tough Pittsburgh Steelers game that they got to go to. Um, and then they have to play a team that's had a few weeks to prep for them. Uh, and they are it's like fresh in their mind who they are and what they like to do. So uh, this is a tough schedule and uh, just really happy this team found a way to win this game to sit eight and three first place in the AFC. Now, Chris, we're on to you. Yeah. I just want to also say,
1: um, Clowney was flying around for the Browns tonight. Yeah. And even, uh, Collinsworth and Torrico kept commenting, like how frustrated he must be because he just could not get Lamar Jackson down tonight. And, was definitely getting frustrated. Miles Garrett is an absolute beast of a human being. Um, to be that fast and that athletic and that agile and to be when you're that size is ridiculous. Um, it was an ugly game for sure. The last two minutes of the first half was turnover central. Um, super, super ugly. But like you said, you're. Your boys pulled off the victory. Uh, you know, doesn't have to be pretty. You just have to, just have to pull off the win, right? Um, yeah. And on to uh, onto my Seahawks, who have not yet played in Week 12 because they have the Monday Night Football game uh, next or tomorrow. Next, next tomorrow. Um, the Seahawks are going up against the Washington football team. Uh, at FedEx Field in Washington tomorrow, so they're on the road. Um, which the Seahawks Instagram account um, posted something that
0: a little bit of technical difficulties here, peeps.
1: Yeah, sorry guys.
0: <laughs> this is this is Chris's first time on the podcast uh, no, since last week, anyways.
1: My kids are definitely playing with my microphone for sure um anyways um any better
0: yeah you're, you're a little better all
1: right um anyways the seahawks are wearing all white
0: Ooh. tomorrow night
1: in washington which i don't remember the last time the seahawks wore their white pants they've usually mixed their white pants or their white jerseys with their gray pants or their blue pants um so all white tomorrow is a bit of a change up um which whatever. I'm a Jersey nerd. So I'll, I like that sort of stuff. Most people are probably like, whatever, Chris, like who cares? Just more grass stains or whatever.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> there's there's um, something
0: fun about the Jersey choices though.
1: I I love it. Right. Like you and I, I mean, we worked at a Jersey retail store for how many years? Um, I can't help, but still even all these years later that I haven't been in that uh, in that job, I love jerseys and I, totally. I, I love the combination of jerseys. I love tonight how Baltimore wore all black and not just that, but they painted their end zones black. They're normally purple, yeah. but they painted them black for the game today. So like just those little nuances that I just, I don't know the, the, the nerd fan in me uh, really uh, clings on to and, and really loves that, that sort of stuff. Um, Tomorrow night against Washington, um, Probably a big game as far as like wild card positioning goes. So, if Seattle uh does win tomorrow, uh, they would be four and seven, and believe it or not, only one game back of the final wild card position. Wow, um, so they're not dead yet, folks. They're not dead yet. <laughs> and uh, DK Metcalf tweeted the other day, uh, I think he said like it was like seven in a row or something like that, or like seven more. Or something, something to that regard. So obviously, the Seahawks know what position they're in. The players know, you know, uh, how how deep they've dug their own grave, um, so to speak. Uh, so it is definitely a big game. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm I would really like to do a Monday night quickie after the game tomorrow night, but I don't know if I'll be able to because. I work when the game starts <laughs> after work, I have to go, I have to go to physio. So by the time I get home, I'm going to be way behind <laughs> on, uh, on the Seahawks game. So a Monday night quickie may not happen. Um, and if it does it might just be me cause Steve will be sleeping by the time I'm done the game.
0: Sleepy Steve. Um, I was just sleepy. looking here. Um, the Seahawks are technically second to last in the NFC. Is this isn't that wild that they still have a chance and the only team that they're better than in the NFC are the Detroit Lions with zero wins. Like that's how tight that division is that the Vikings at 5 and 6 are are in a playoff spot. And I just like DK's attitude there. We 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 kind of ragged on him a little bit for, you know, having to be the biggest toughest, you know, guy on the field, but he's a competitor. And he gets it. And guess what? If the Patriots can win six in a row, why can't the Seahawks win six in a row? There's what? Why
1: not us? As, as, exactly. That's just <laughs> to say, as, as Russell Wilson says, why not you? He's got a foundation. The why not you foundation? Like, yeah. So yeah. Why not you? Um, I mean, the, the Seahawks are, you know, Russell Wilson does have to play better. He hasn't played well since coming back from his finger injury um the offensive line needs to protect better huge huge question marks surrounding the running game Chris Carson's on IR probably not coming back for this year probably not coming back like it, it's mm. it's pretty yeah like neck things um I mean we saw it end Cam Chancellor's career we saw it end Cliff Averill's career so definitely a lot of question marks there um Rashad Penny's hurt again shocker like had one touch last week, carry for 18 yards, hurt his hamstring, and uh, Pete is talking about him ending up back on IR. Man. So whatever. Um, That's Alex just wild. Collins, like it, like I said, Alex Collins hasn't been the same since that Pittsburgh game. He's definitely battling something. He's a little bit banged up. Travis Homer is out, um, who's probably our best pass blocking running back. Um, so we have Alex Collins, DJ Dallas and undrafted rookie free agent, Josh Johnson. Um, he, which Josh Johnson is the guy that I'm most excited to see. I really hope he gets some, some play time and they let him, you know, touch the ball, um, just to see what they have in him. Yeah. He hasn't played. He hasn't played yet this year. Um, activate him from the practice squad. Let him play. Let him, let him get on the field. Um, Defensive-wise, it sounds like DJ Reed should be back for this game, which is very, very good because uh, Trey Brown has gone on IR. Trey Brown's done for the oh. year. Tore, tore, yeah, super, super crappy. Um, started the season on IR with, I think, a hamstring. And then last week, um, injured his patellar tendon. Mm-hmm. um so he he's already got surgery he's already rehabbing and you know doing doing what he needs to do to get back for next year but it super sucks it's like he was looking phenomenal yeah in the two or three games that he had played he was looking like i mean especially for a guy of his size looking like a you know a, a shutdown corner um they have activated nigel warrior off of ir So I'm excited to see what he brings to to the field Uh, and, you know, if he can maybe step in as a number two or number three defensive back. Sidney Jones looked pretty good last week. Um, So we'll we'll see how, how everything shakes out with, uh, you know, with injuries and, you know, guys playing for the first time this season and, and, you know, practice squad players getting activated and, and all those, you know, interesting, uh roster combinations that we're that we're gonna see. Um Damian Lewis is out this week, our starting left guard, so that sucks. Oh. Jamarco Jones is out. Yeah. So it's just pile on, but whatever. I mean, those are all excuses. All I mean get on the field and go win the game. The 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 Washington football team doesn't have Chase Young either. Right? They don't have their best right. defensive players. So and it's not um, like
0: it's not like Washington is this, you know, top seed in the NFC or or AFC or anything like that. Like they have one more win than the Seahawks. This is a game yeah. where I hate to say it, but if you if you're in the basement, you want to start off with winning against a basement team. Get some confidence back and just start rolling W's together, I guess.
1: Yeah. And last thing on my Seahawks um, tomorrow is Russell Wilson's birthday really so happy birthday to russell wilson um i think it's his first time play in his professional career playing on his birthday so hopefully he can uh go into washington and beat the football team and also it i don't know if he's still watching he he keeps texting me that he doesn't know how to log in to join in on the chat but i guess even though he's a cowboys fan Happy birthday to my Uncle Ron as well, because it's his birthday tomorrow, too.
0: <laughs> he shares a birthday with Russ.
1: He does. He, nice. you know, he should really be a Seahawks fan because of that, right?
0: The only reason. Birthday yeah. Samsies.
1: <laughs> birthday Samsies. Come on over. Uh we would love to, you know, get rid of all of your blue and white and replace it with blue and green. <laughs>
0: it's not even that big of a change right it's kind of just like a it's it's just a gradual color, change right yeah,
1: no. just yeah. one color dude like come on easy as that get off it already so yeah that's it on my seahawks like i said you know maybe i'll i'll jump on and you know maybe if steve's awake we'll do it together or maybe <clears throat> maybe i'll <coughs> jump on and do a solo quickie pretty good pretty good at those um after after i'm finished watching the the monday night game tomorrow night like i said it's gonna be late my my physio isn't till 6 45 so i'm not probably out of there till 7 30 so um don't hurt yourself folks physio sucks
0: hard of getting old everything Uh, hurts all the time
1: yeah don't get old (laughs) because once i turn 35 it's just like
0: one thing after another just for anyone uh who's not up there yet myself included it does not take 35 to uh feel like you're at least you know in your 60s or 70s so no take take care of your body
1: it seems like since i turned 35 it's it's been one thing after another Mm. it's like oh like i hurt my shoulder playing soccer i have to go to physio Mm. like oh i hurt my back playing soccer like oh what's going on like it's just been Things that have been bugging me for years and years, all of a sudden at thirty five, they're like, "Hey, it's worse now." <laughs> Take that! Don't get old. Take
0: that body. That's what you yeah.
1: get.
0: Stop it! All right, uh, we're doing pretty good for time here. Let's. Uh, we kind of jumped on a little late here, so that this will be this will be nice for my my Monday morning not being so sleepy. Uh, it's everyone's favorite time of the week of anything they do really um, maybe they're maybe their favorite other than football, but also probably just their favorite. Uh, it is our third down segment brought to you by bad tattoo brewing in Kelowna. What you got for us this week, Chris?
1: Yes. Another week of the third down. And of course the third down, as Steve mentioned is presented by bad tattoo Kelowna. Uh, be sure to go sign up for the Bad Tattoo Beer Club at BadTattooBrewing.com. Uh, I just got a text from sorry text from my uncle. He missed his shout out because he was too busy trying to figure out if he signed in or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good thing there's always a replay, Uncle uh, Ron. Good thing. Old, pe-
1: old people problems. <laughs> um, anyways... The Bad Tattoo Beer Club, uh, like I said, at BadTattooBrewing.com. Uh, go sign up today. They will ship beer to you anywhere in Canada, right to your doorstep. 24 tall boys of the finest BC craft beer shipped directly to you. And I just got the email earlier today, which I know Steve uh, also got this email about the No Cows Oat Milk stout it's that time of year peeps milk stout that was brewed with oat milk so all of you dairy-free friends can enjoy this stout just like the rest of us um i haven't placed my order yet steve and i will discuss it off air (laughs) for uh splitting the splitting the case on that one if not i mean we'll, we'll we'll definitely be uh going down to bad tattoo Kelowna to pick it up locally um, but I highly recommend if you are a stout drinker, you're not going to want to miss out on this one. Uh, go sign up batchattobrewing.com, Get that shipped directly to your doorstep.
0: Now, the other one I want to mention you, uh, you sent me this, I, I want to say it's on Instagram. Is it was, was that right? It's on Instagram. I've, I've never actually seen, uh, that's how old I am. Uh, I've never actually seen Instagram, uh, I've, I've heard lots of great things about it, and if there's ever an Instagram post from the Ballhawks account, you know who to blame. Uh, <laughs> full disclosure. You sent me this. Uh, Sundays at Bad Tattoo Kelowna, you're going to get football on their new TVs. They got, what, six? I'm trying to do the quick count in my head. Um, something like that. You're, you're going to have football uh, on Sundays. You're going to have great craft beer, tons to choose from, and they have buy one, get one large pizzas. You and I have been plugging these pizzas since we, you know, since before we we partnered up with them. Their pizzas are so good peeps, and we have been talking about if there's anything better than Sunday football, pizza, and beer, I don't want to live in that world where there's something, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something better. I still haven't figured it out um definitely go down watch a game bring some friends enjoy a pizza or two because you're going to get one for free uh and some football and some beer what do you what do you have for the the third down for me chris yeah we still have a third down to you (laughs) don't we oh yeah we we didn't (laughs) we didn't just finish it there
1: where am i again (laughs) what am i doing i can't see my name who am i what am i doing what am
0: i doing with my hands here What,
1: what am i doing here Um, So a couple weeks ago, we did, um, on the third down, Battle of the 90s cartoons, I guess we'll call them. And uh, I got called out by one of our listeners for how young we are. Oh, thank you. So I just wanted to... First of all, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Because I don't here feel we it. Compl- <laughs> Here we are complaining about how old we feel. And I uh, got called by one of our listeners for how young uh, we ap- appear to be, I guess. So I just wanted to prove to this listener that going on a little limb here, because I know I watched most of these cartoons.
0: Oh, so I
1: hope you did here. Or you did as well, that we're going to do a battle of some of the 80s cartoons, which... Some of these did make their way into the 90s. And if not, they definitely were on syndication. And I'm i I'm sure, I'm positive that you've seen most of these. There, there may be one that you haven't seen. But we're, we're hoping for the best here. <laughs> 80s what? cartoons. I'm going to tell you what I like. Um, Steve, are you Ready?
0: We're we're going on a limb here because uh <laughs> well I am younger than you, but uh, I'm always ready for this. Let's do it. Third down.
1: It's one year, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, uh first matchup we have DuckTales. The original DuckTales, not the the remake that recently came out versus Inspector Gadget.
0: Well, good so news—we're two for two. We're two for two. I've seen both of them. Perfect. Uh, um, That—that's a you start. Better
1: be quick, because this this matchup is going to self-destruct in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this is actually a tough one for me. I I did watch a lot of Inspector Gadget. I would say less Ducktales. But one of my favorite childhood memories um, around Christmas time, actually, uh, Santa brought me uh, a Darkwing Duck uh, action figure, if you will, and I played with that thing forever. Like I, I might even still have it somewhere. He played with that other thing, folks. He played with that thing. Yeah, with the the action figure, peeps. I was like six at the time i mean maybe i played with that other thing also but i didn't really know what was going on there Uh, (laughs) i don't know what's happening this feels good but i don't know (laughs) what is this
1: get your hands out of there
0: um anyone who who has young
1: sons totally understands that right now
0: yeah I, i i mean i don't know for sure but i can only imagine i was like every other boy and like, get your hands out of your pants like what are you what are you doing all, <laughs> all the time i'm like buddy
1: do you have to go pee <laughs> no i'm like just checking to make sure it's still there like
0: <laughs> <laughs> hasn't fallen off yet all right yeah uh so i i kind of am leading to darkwing duck but inspector uh, 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 it, it's not darkwing duck it's duck or What? whatever um, but I'm going with Inspector Gadget. I watched a lot of that and I loved how clueless that guy was. Like he just made the, the, the rest of us real, like dough headed people, you know, believe we could do something, uh, good in life. So I'm going with, uh, Inspector Gadget on this one. I, I think that's a great choice. I loved Inspector Gadget.
1: It was like one of those shows that like you would watch it as a kid, but like, wouldn't necessarily understand it but you would still just laugh because he's such a bonehead yeah um, so I, I i definitely appreciated it and you know like i just said um i'm just looking right now inspector gadget actually ended before either one of us was born
0: <laughs> really <laughs>
1: Yeah, it ended in 1985 so we are watching that on syndication the whole time
0: <laughs> maybe, um, we, maybe but, that's not proving our point that we are young maybe maybe we yeah. are super young yeah wow.
1: exactly but like just like like i said at, at you know when i gave you this matchup it's like this matchup is gonna just self-destruct in five mm-hmm. seconds like it, that was one of those like running gags on that show that everyone always remembers and appreciates like yours like oh he just read the note. It's going to solve the structure. Like, <laughs> so yeah, definitely, uh, love that show. Um, they tried to do that live action movie in the late nineties, which was, I never watched it, but I, I, I'm probably, you know, thankful that I didn't next matchup, We have the chip and Dale's rescue Rangers versus nice
0: song. <laughs> the care bears. Oh, and what? No song for Care Bears? Or I don't have a song for like five, four, three. It was two, the Care Bears one. countdown, you dummy? Yeah, no, who didn't good. watch you, it? Please, have please you please ever watched Care- a show, yeah. the Care it's been a long Bears time. countdown? Five, four, three, two. I'm pretty sure that's how it that went. Maybe I'm wrong. Something like that. Uh, this is a tough one. I didn't really like uh the 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 Chippendale I just never really watched a lot of I don't know if I didn't like appreciate it or maybe I feel like a lot of these 80s cartoons if it wasn't on the time that I was watching TV I just wouldn't have watched it so maybe that's like what's skewing my memories uh I liked the Care Bears countdown I think it's it's such a unique cartoon in terms of like there's so much hate in the world right now there's so much negativity that you've just got like these bears that just want to like shine different traits of positivity on people. And they like, they shoot these things out of their little fat little bellies and just like, they, they kill you with kindness. Literally they, they defeat their enemies with like different forms of kindness. So I'm going. And when I was really young, I, I don't even know. I I probably wasn't even that young. I'm exposing myself a bit here. Um, I had just a don't, care bears don't blanket do that live on air. Uh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough going against me right now uh i had a blanket it was like my you know my blankie if you will as a little kid and i had a care bears blanket and i like i went everywhere with that that blanket so i'm picking care bears
1: it it, it, it is a good choice as a younger like child i definitely watched i watched the crap out of care bears yeah i know that for a fact but as i got older <laughs> i started to watch more and more Chippendales, which Again, was probably syndication. Which fun fact? Disney is actually making a uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, um, I guess, live action movie uh, hmm. next year. Wow. So keep an eye out for that probably on won't Disney watch Plus. It. Um, hashtag no free shout outs Apparently, <laughs> um, so this is where I'm. I'm nervous. Okay. I'm nervous about this next matchup. This is where I think things go off the rails (laughs) he-man versus transformers
0: well i'm stuck picking one of them and (laughs) even at that i'm regrettably picking that uh i i don't know if i've ever watched he-man maybe i watched it and i just don't remember um transformers i barely watched transformers i was not into transformers uh even when the the new movies came out uh, i have still never watched a full movie of any of the transformers uh in the first one there's a spot i don't know what it is I i fall asleep very easily in movies like it can be my favorite movie of all time i'll just fall asleep during movies i was like that as a kid um, there's a spot in transformers one where I, and I can't even remember where it is now. Cause I've just given up trying to watch it. I fell asleep at the same scene every damn time. And I'm like, <laughs> I quit. I, I just quit. So I regrettably have to choose transformers here. And I don't want to do that. I knew that was coming and I was like, please pair it with something else. So I can like take an L cause everyone's gonna be like, transformers are the best. I have to pick it.
1: To be uh, fully transparent here, that would have been the one matchup that I also would have been lost on. Like I He-Man definitely I, I I can't recall ever watching He-Man. Um Transformers, I'm sure I've seen a few, but like for me, Transformers is more um what was it? Transformers Beast Wars, I think it was called when we were mm-hmm. kids, where like they were animals and then they would transform or, or whatever. Um anyways. I knew that's where things are going off the rails. I was worried about that matchup because I, even for that matchup for myself, I was like, uh, but then like for all the older generation, uh, if I didn't include He-Man and Transformers, um, I probably would have been crapped on for that too. So, um, last matchup we have here, um, we have Smurfs. And I'm kind of throwing the Smurfs to the wolves here uh, because I'm pairing them up against Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: I mean, (laughs) the Smurfs are cool because if you if they're blue, like they there's they've got this niche kind of thing. But uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, where I was born and raised, was like the go to thing. Everyone wanted to be a Ninja Turtle uh, you definitely threw the Smurfs to the wolves on this one or to the turtles. Uh, it easy, easy, easy pick. I mean, did, did the Smurfs ever have like a, an NES game that, that was made about them? Cause the Ninja Turtles did, and it was awesome. That was a fun, fun game. We played that thing into like the, the little plastic game might've actually melted. We played that one so much.
1: I, I just got a text message from uh, my uncle Ron. I never bought you a He-Man toy, but I seem to recall buying a poop load of Transformers. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I I, I uh, yeah, censored myself on that one. But yeah, like, like I said, I, I knew I was throwing Smurfs to the Smurfs to the wolves here. Um, I was like, who do I throw TMNT against? It's like ghostbusters maybe
0: i you know what i'm surprised you didn't put ghostbusters in there that that one i thought was gonna be the heavyweight match i loved ghostbusters
1: the real um, ghostbusters the
0: real ghostbusters wasn't um wasn't garfield also like in the 80s maybe i'm in the wrong Ooh, decade was garfield maybe in the what about here's the one that i'm okay i, I don't want to say for started sure
1: in 88 so that's okay. a good call garfield was a big one Um, for sure in my childhood, I watched the crap out of Garfield.
0: So this Um, is where I thought you were going with the heavyweight matchup before we, before we get to like any picks or anything like that. And again, I'm 99% sure it was in the eighties. Did you forget to put GI Joe in? I did. Oh my goodness, Chris.
1: (laughs) Wow. So you forgot
0: Garfield. You forgot GI Joe. And you forgot Ghostbusters.
1: Well, I, I didn't forget Ghostbusters. I knew it was there. I just didn't include it. I'm not going to um, lie. This might
0: be the first time ever in the third down movie portions of it where you're getting roasted by me do you, who doesn't watch do you remember? Movies.
1: Which I, I, I just checked and this actually isn't an 80s cartoon. It's like way, way earlier than that. But I remember watching it a ton as a kid. Rocky and Bullwinkle.
0: Never watched a ton of it. I, I remember watching a little bit of it, but not a whole lot of it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, what would have been probably another good one is
0: what about Popeye? Ooh, Popeye must be earlier than that. I bet.
1: Yeah. Popeye's earlier than that. Yeah. But again, I, I watched a lot of it as, as a kid and syndication and like Woody, the woodpecker and all those, all those good ones. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, uh, i didn't include ghostbusters i didn't include a beetlejuice was another big one that i loved as a kid the beetlejuice cartoon um i had a lot of the a lot of the toys and and all those good things but um quick recap here (laughs) i just got another text you had ninja turtles sheets obsessed
0: still do (laughs) uncle still do
1: (laughs) yeah i was obsessed like we like me and my brothers we were all obsessed with ninja turtles and ghostbusters it was like ninja turtle sheets and like sleeping bags and pajamas and ghost like same thing with like ghostbusters actually my my kids um my my parents still had the sleeping bags from when i was a kid so now carter and olivia have uh my old teenage ninja turtle and real ghostbusters sleeping nice uh which is pretty cool um I, I have the original Ninja Turtles cartoon uh, series, like the entire series on DVD, uh, which I definitely need to watch with the kids. Um, just haven't got around to it yet because there's endless things to watch on Disney+. Plus. But quick recap here, Steve. You have Inspector Gadget, uh, Care Bears, Transformers, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Who is your MVP? I mean, I feel like you set this one up. You set this one up for such an easy slam dunk. Part of me wants to be a jerk anyways and just not take Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But guess what? I can't do that because it was that great. Like I said, they made a Super Nintendo game about it. It was that good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Best 80s cartoon around for the win. Video
1: games three live action movies plus the 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 two more recent movies um plus all the countless toys the action figures the the um the 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 turtle van the like just so like that was a like i don't know if you've watched it but the the um it's called the toys that made us on netflix and it's about the ninja turtle toys Pretty fun to watch for sure. Sweet. Just to see how, like, the marketing of it all worked and, and what yeah. have you. But, um, Steve, I've got some news for you, dude. I have no other option but to give you the first down this week. Let's go. I have to. First down. I have. To because, oh, wait, no that's matter a taunt. What, it, does, it doesn't matter what I paired Ninja <laughs> Turtles against. Even if I paired Ninja Turtles against Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, any other 80s cartoon, the Ninja Turtles cartoon <laughs> is the cartoon of the 80s. And anyone that says He-Man or Transformers, get out of here, you old man. Um, <laughs> Ninja Turtles was it.
0: You're, you're getting so. a for sure text for that one. Like, what do you mean I'm an old man? I, I can't even log into this <laughs> thing, but I can hear it just fine. Y- you're right. I just want like, kinda- <laughs> Yeah.
1: Sorry, um, I, I just got another text message from my Uncle Terry, <laughs> uh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers fan. He goes, pretty sure Bugs Bunny, Road Runner, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam, and Marvin the Martian were 80s, right? Which, that's a great question, and I'm actually going to check that right now um, for Looney Tunes, because Looney Tunes would have been another, yeah. Were they 80s? Been... I thought they were earlier than that. The Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes comedy hour started in nineteen eight. No, that wouldn't have been it. Um, that's a good call though. Um, Looney Tunes would have been another heavy. That, that actually would have been a really good heavyweight matchup against nin, ninja, ninja Turtles just for longevity purposes. Um, yeah, he says he says probably seventies. Um, yeah, I either way, seventies. Um, that that would have been. If I had done my research uh, properly and actually sourced out some older people, um, <laughs> maybe I would have been able to put up some uh, some more heavyweight matchups for for Steve to make him really go. Oh man! Like, how do I choose? Hey, um, the next
0: time we go into the decades before we're born, we'll call the seniors of of the Ballhawks pod uh, up for for a little intel. <laughs>
1: Uncle Terry says, "I'm just pretending to be young." Uh, Us man. too. I, I, yeah, it's uh, too. yeah, exactly. Us too. I, I remember when I was young. I don't. But yeah, Looney Tunes would have been would have been a fun uh, a fun one for sure. Uh, Olivia started to get it started to get into Looney Tunes a little bit. Nice. Um, you can watch some old episodes on Prime. I think it is yeah. or something like that. I don't know, but she. She thinks it's pretty funny. So
0: yeah.
1: Anyways, yeah, they're, man, they're timeless. We just made,
0: we just made history and I gave you the first down and I threw a taunt the, in there too. So I'm not sure if like, <laughs> I have like a 15 yard penalty next, next episode. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> next. Don't care. You're, when you're when you make pay one first week. down in 40 episodes, you taunt it until it's blue in the face. So I that's even just right. tweeted it. So, um, yeah, that's all we have on the agenda for today. Uh, Thanks to you for uh, tuning in live with us. I know it was a little later today. Um, Obviously, when our teams are playing in the Sunday nighter, we kind of jump on just after the game. Uh, Really fun episode. uh, And I will leave you with the last words like I usually do.
1: Well, good news for you guys. The Seahawks got flexed out of Sunday night football next week. So you don't have to worry about us jumping (laughs) on here. Uh, Too late next week. Uh, We should be at our regular scheduled time of 8.15. Keep an eye on Twitter at BallHawks underscore pod. We will, should, hopefully, maybe, if we're not too busy, throw something on there saying that we are going to go live. Um, But always keep an eye on Sunday nights. We are going to go live at some point, whether it be 8.15, whether it be later. We are going to go live on here, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Facebook, whether it be YouTube. You can find us at BallHawks underscore pod. Be sure to follow Steve at SSFisher87. You can find me on Twitter at PhillipsChris12. Again, we are the Ball Hawks podcast presented by the Dean Blundell Network. Thank you again to our uh, third down segment sponsor, the Bad Tattoo Brewing in Kelowna. And as always, guys, big game tomorrow. Go Hawks.
0: Peace. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast
1: is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast
0: platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamscore.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm
1: Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out
0: Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from in Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Cundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David
1: Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network.
0: And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts.